Blog Talk Radio. There was a time I was so afraid, so scared to do what I wanted. In looking back, I can see all the mistakes that I made, and I wish that I could talk to me and tell me I can change. Don't be afraid. Like a lesson learned Walking out from the cave Now in the light Respectful of all these words I Talk Radio on Safe Recovery, and today is uh, having really weird problems with my studio uh, interface. It's just driving me nuts. Today is uh, February 10th, 2017, 
2015, and uh, as you can hear, the whole song played out because I could not get into the system to fix it, and uh, I normally stop the song after an hour, and it just, anyway, with technical issues, and uh, which is um, something that I just could not fix this today. I could not see the button where I could stop it. So weird. Okay. So today we're just going to talk about what it's like when you leave. Uh, I'm going to take calls, 818-475-9211. If people want to call in, I'm going to take calls. And uh, the reason I'm doing it is I've talked to a few people who have really been traumatized by the system. I talked to somebody who was seeking help and then they kind of got pushed. They they sought real therapeutic help and uh, they were pushed towards AA and um, it didn't work and those people wouldn't listen to him. And then eventually he sought help, uh, you know, with uh, a real psychiac- psychiatric treatment and was also then pushed to AA by psychiatrists, which I just think is just hideous. Uh, I know that they have been bullied and co- you know by the AA members for a long, long time, and um, it's just it's sad. It's sad that um, in this society today that this is what's going on, and uh, that people don't have they're not given options when they're in a medical setting, and that's what a psychiatric hospital is. And the sad thing is that most places that people are going to go today are going to have 12-steppers there, and they're 95. I don't know. It's a pretty high percentage. I mean, I had, um, what's her name, the lady who wrote uh, Inside Rehab, and, you know, she did a lot of statistics, and I think that Lance Doty's from Harvard, who wrote The Sober Truth, has a lot of statistics about how many are rehabs in the country are AA, 12-step-based. And, you know, it's 90%. 95%, I've, I've heard, like, really high amounts. Uh, so when somebody wants help, and, you know, what does that look like? Well, first, I want to give some answers and solutions. The Center for Motivation and Change out of New York, the Center for Motivation and Change, go on their website. They have help, a craft program, online help for family, or if you have somebody, a loved one. Now, if you're somebody who's still struggling call them and say, I live here, and do you have somebody who's trained out of there? That's what I did, and it wasn't for myself. It was for somebody that I love. And I got the referral of a person called Emily, Emily Cavell, and she's in Los Angeles. She's a Ph.D. Everybody's trained. Everybody goes to school. Everybody's got letters after their name. They're not like, oh, I'm 10 years sober, and so I'm good, and I had six months of you know stupid training. Um my understanding that the only non twelve step you know uh rehab and it's not rehab it's uh in outpatient program is called alternatives and alternatives is in right in south of beverly hills and uh you have Dr. Mark Kern and Dr. Adi Jaffe created that and are running that and you can find a, a smart recovery meeting there. You can find a craft meeting there once a week. And there is an MM, moderation management meeting there, once a week. Smart has grown a lot. I think there's you know a meeting every day now in Los Angeles for smart recovery. Smart recovery has online. Then there's HAMS, the program that Ken Anderson created. 
and hams, which is harm reduction for alcohol. And uh, a lot of those people felt, they, from my understanding, that moderation management was still too rigid and they wanted to have more flexibility. So it's like meeting the person where they're at and just re- trying to reduce the harm that's going on. And I think that um, you could contact Ken Anderson. He's kind of all over the Internet. He's on Facebook. And if you, when you put in hams, and then it usually brings up harm reduction, he's pretty good with social media. Stanton Peel has some really great books. If you have children, Addiction, Proof Your Child. He wrote a new book with Ilsa Thompson called Recover, Stop Thinking Like an Addict. Um, if you want to help deprogramming, Robert Warner wrote a really good book I hear. I didn't did not um, read that one yet because I was kind of overwhelmed with how many books you know I had to read when I have people on my show. But it's uh, it's just straight up deprogramming. The Sober Truth is a really great thin paperback that's by Lance Dodies that just is very very critical of AA and very very what's the word valid you know it's, it validates if for those of us that who left. Um, and uh, so, uh, once again, I am going to take some calls. I'm doing a short show. I hurt my foot. I'm in a cast, and uh, I'm just trying to rest and keep it up. But I think that, um, you know, if anybody wants to call in and just talk for a couple of minutes, you're not going to be put on the spot. If you want to just ask me a question, you want to, you know, make a statement about, you know, what it's like after leaving. And uh, I think that there's, you know, couple of you know there's many components because there's so many ways that people come into AA or go into AA there's forced you know through the courts getting a DUI there's forced if you go to rehab and then they tell you oh this is what you should do to follow up which is absolute nonsense and um, there's families that push their families and we have a couple of people in the chat room there's there she is hi rainbow hi 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 Tom hi there out there and uh, blog talk radio land so that's what I did the show for today is for people that maybe threw themselves in it too much and then you leave and, you know, I think one of the things that I even saw in myself, but, you know, you, you think that you that you didn't do it or, you know, whatever, but if you spend too much time being of service and all your service is done in AA and that when you, like when I had kids, like I, I, don't, I never, I went to the PTA when they were only in grade school. And um, you, it pulls you away from the normal giving back that normal people do who are not in AA. And, you know, I have somebody who works for me, and, like, she takes, you know, flamingo classes, and she, um, what is the other thing that she does? So she does dancing, and she does sailing. And uh, you know what? I don't know what is wrong with my freaking computer today. It's, like, driving me nuts. It's like too, um, I can't get it to stop being weird. All right, so if there's somebody in the queue, I'm going to take the call. Hi, caller, you're live. Hello. This is Monica. Can you have your name? Hey, Monica, this is Tim Kendrick. Um, oh, hi, Tom. How are you doing? Tim, T-I. Oh, it's Follow T-I. you on Facebook. Oh, okay. Uh, big big fan, XAA, or uh, I was sent there by the Army in 1984. Three, wow. and uh, and it was you know I was a career soldier by the way I'm retired now and everything but that was my first induction and 
and the whole the, the whole thirty day treatment was just pretty much all that. Very little psychiatric, anything else. Just had that crammed down our throats. Wow. And and then uh, you know, and I got out, and it was of course, uh, you know, you drink, and then um, anyway, regardless, in and out. I finally stick around for eight years uh, sober. Was complete, utter self-centered asshole. I had become every worst nightmare in those rooms. Um, and and the, the funny thing is I would go back home when I was on leave or something, and I would go into a meeting there, and the old time would go, well, what did you do this time? You know, and, and it was just a bullying. And, you know, uh, there are just other ways out there. I know I've been sober several years now. Mm-hmm. And thank God I'm still deprogramming uh, the 12-step cult bullshit. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, I shouldn't be cussing on your radio show. Yeah. You can um, cuss on my radio it, show. It's okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's it's uh, it's just amazing that you know the, the uh, I have a few people that understand. Like uh, a guy I know that we, we went in together in '87 uh, and cleaned up, and he's you know uh, he's a big guru and he speaks everywhere and. And he says, wow, I didn't know you felt this way. I said, dude, you don't realize it does more harm than good. I'm living proof of it. I mm-hmm. saw it. I became it. I, I did not like who I was. And uh, the things I saw, the cons, the 13th stepping, the, uh, the, the the money, I mean, you name it. You got, I mean, I, one day I, was just, I just woke up and I was like, what are you doing? You know, yeah, I have. I replaced my whole life sitting to sit around those tables and listen to those uh, self-deprecating. Uh, you drink, you're going to die. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, you know what do they, they say? Locked up, covered up, sobered up. Well, if those are my only three choices, screw you. You know. Uh, if yeah. I keep telling myself that, it's the law of attraction. I'm going to nail it. I don't know if I'm making any sense at all, but I've been wanting to catch your show for a long time. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, big fan of yours. Looking forward Thank to you. the movie. Um, Thank and, you. Uh, just, where are you at? Can I ask just, you a couple of questions? Yeah, where Where sure. did you go? Like where were um, when you talk about this other guy? You know, what part of the country were you in? Oh, my first meeting I ever went to was in uh, 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 Frankfurt, uh, or no, Hanau, West Germany, back when it was wow. east and west. Yeah, uh, I've been then I uh, went to meetings in uh, Nashville. That's where I cleaned up in '87. Uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, tried meetings in uh, uh, Panama in the early '90s. I was still uh, not drinking, but same same games, same same things go on in every room. You know, the bullying, the uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the gurus, the uh, you know, you know. I've been to meetings all around the world, and I keep hearing, "Oh God, AA has helped millions." Well, you know, there's no proof of that. Right. Yeah, the, 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 the only proof, the only statistics out there are 15% will quit with and 15% will quit without. Right. Uh, that That's that's about the bottom line. Yeah, you name the country, Korea, been to meetings there. Uh, wow. LA went to a meeting in Iraq. Um, You're kidding. When I was, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm not during that. Uh, what was the meeting in Iraq like? Small? Oh, are there uh, all these meetings small in the, in the other countries? Uh no no there there's like uh, uh thirty people uh, and uh, uh, the ones in Panama good lord they had a big clubhouse it's been there like forty years and they had, on one side and they had another clubhouse that's been there thirty years on the other side of the canal you know there's a waterway between them and it's just it's amazing that 
and I, I don't know. It's just the people. There's always one or two old timers been around. They got their thirty year chip or whatever, and this and that. But it's their whole fucking miserable life. And you know, I I've tried to be, uh, you know, open minded and and believe. And it just got to a point where I, I was going to eat a bullet. I had to get out of that shit. Now I've got three three combat tours under my belt too. Wow. Okay, so I I had to get out of that shit. Wow. So. But anyway, yeah, you um, you name the country, and I can. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm glad you called in. So I, I called you Tom at first, but uh, you said you're it's Tim. Yeah, Tim Kendrick. Yeah, you can buy my uh, um, um, Timothy Kendrick. They call, they know me as Ty mainly in the army and the government. Uh, I've written several books, um, and you can Google me if anybody you know. I'm worth a Google. No. <laughs> yeah, what's the name of well, your, name, name your books? What books uh, have you written? Uh, uh, Why to Sleep, Slumber No More, that is pretty much uh, solution-based alternatives um, that uh, saved my ass when I came back from Iraq because uh, I had uh, actually uh, self-medicated with uh, pills and booze mm-hmm. uh, in, on my second tour. I, I mean, it's so so freaking why I'm lucky to be here. All right, and and cleaned up or whatever you want to call it. I'm reasonably uh, shit. My life's never been better. What am I crying about? Uh, why sleep slumber no more? Um, the first one I wrote is called uh, PTSD Pathways to the Secret Door. You can get both of these on Amazon. They're they're just solution based. There's not a lot of uh, war stories in them. Uh, right. I think I I think I mentioned AA in one of them, but uh, uh, my whole thing is is uh, my biggest gripe is uh, AA is one way or the highway, you know, it's their way or no way, and that's not right. true because I've been to smart meetings, I've been to Ham's meetings, uh, enjoyed them, and it's funny to watch someone go into a smart meeting that has been indoctrinated with AA because smart doesn't bash the shit out of AA, which they should, but they don't. And mm-hmm. these people are really freaked out because they're expecting to all that uh, unconditional love. We'll love you till you can love yourself. Oh, didn't we love that, right? Yeah, we have more really. shit than a Christmas goose in those rooms. I know. Uh, sorry, oh my I'm... God. Well, this is. I really appreciate you calling in. I'm really thank you for calling in, and we'll see if we I can get. Thank you for something. taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. I'm going to put you back I, on hold, and you can either stay on hold or you can hang up. I'm not sure what oh, you want to do. I'm going but to go you. back online and listen to it, and uh, I'm following you on Facebook. Keep up what you're doing. Looking forward to the movie. Love you. Thank you. Have a All blessed right. evening. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Good night. Mm-hmm. All right. That, thank you. That was great that he called in. Um, so here we hear, you know, what he was saying is it's all over the world, and uh I think that's depressing. I, I did go to meetings in uh, different places. I went in, I went to Tahiti, and it turned out that really wasn't a meeting. We wound up meeting up with a doctor, um, and then um, with my ex-husband and I, we realized how ridiculous it was, and we never did that again. I think the last one that I went to was when I went to France in 2008 for Meetem, and I went to an, um, a regular meeting, and uh, there was just like an old-timer, like an asshole old-timer who was like, this is the way it is, and everybody's sitting around like, you know, he was almost like teaching a class. It was so bad. And uh, the other one was an English one, and uh, anyway, it was, um, there were probably about 20 people, tourists in there. We have another caller on the line. I'm going to take it. Hi, caller, you're on the line. Can I have your name, please? 
Hey, Monica, this is Danita. Rainbow. Hey, Danita. I hope you would call in. Hey, Hi, hey. sweetie. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing better. Um, doing better today? Good. Yeah. Um, I was been re- uh, I don't know. I just I fell into a slump. Um, uh-huh. and and I was thinking about um, well, I was just kind of in a panic. Um, and I was beginning to think, oh God, do I need to go back to therapy? But I don't want to go to therapy. You know, I don't want to talk to strangers. You know, if they don't know me. Um, but the thing about the thing I've been thinking about lately is, well, I've been feeling very alone. Mm-hmm. And the um, thing I'm working on right now is getting a car because I think that's my biggest problem right now. I'm stuck in this town and I can't go to the ocean or the beach or anything. And Yeah, that would help. Um, yeah. Um, but it, it, life after AA. I mean, I'm glad I'm out of there. But the thing is, I feel so alone sometimes. And and. The thing that just just really bugs the shit out of me is that, you know, this unconditional love stuff that, you know, I mean, I was so popular in AA because I'm, I'm, I'm a really outgoing person. Uh-huh. Um, and I and I did all this service work for them and, and everything. And then, I mean, and, and I could count, I, I sw- literally I could count 50 to 70 friends that I had. You know, I mean... I was very well liked and I liked everybody and I'm a real people person. But then once you leave AA, it's like boom, you know, it's like being thrown off a cliff. Yeah, you know, but you know what? Nobody. I gotta. I gotta. I'm gonna interrupt here. You, nobody has 50 or 70 friends. Like even in AA, they were not your friends. Like you had 50 oh, yeah. or 70 people around you. And I think that it, you know one of the bloggers. I would encourage you to come over to Leaving AA and maybe blog because there's some really good. There's one a person from the UK called Rebecca, and you know there's some real tools that they're like hobbies. Like you need to start doing other things. And if you don't have a car. You know, you are a little bit stuck for now, but you have a, maybe a bicycle or walking, but join something. Like, so you gave there. Well, you can go give. So you could be a volunteer. Like, there's a, an oh, SPJ yeah. is also a really good blogger on my site who has a lot of, you know, and these are things that you would learn in Smart Recovery. You could go on to the online hams chat room at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time every night for a while. You could go into the smart chat room and talk about it. You could say, I've left AA. I left, was it three years ago? Or was it three or two years? Yeah, it's been three years now. Wow. Right, right. That, okay, so there's, you know, the illusion. I mean, uh, be honest with you, like I learned really young in AA that those people were not all my friends. Like, so the oh, yeah. false. Yeah, Monica, I know that they were not my friends. I thought that know. they were my friends, and that's the big illusion. That is a but huge I mean, illusion. But I want to ask you this, so that because if you're, you know, you're saying you feel a certain way, like, did you know that, like, while you were sitting in there, that they weren't, that there were really only a handful of, of probably some people that were your friends? No, I really, really thought. I mean, I believed in my heart and in my gut that they were mm-hmm. my friends, that they cared about me, that they loved me, uh-huh. you know. And and wow, what an awakening, you know. Um, but yeah, I. I Mm-hmm. I've, I've been I've been working on my walking sticks again, and uh, that's a good thing because I'm very artistic. And um, I do volunteer down at the food bank, and I go help every now and then, you know, down at the shelter, walking dogs, and mm-hmm. 
Well, that's good. But it, it, yeah, but the past two weeks, I, I think I've just been isolating, you know, and, and just I just fell into a funk. Um, but I'm getting back out of it. Um, I you know, I think normal people. people do. Normal people feel, you know, alone or, you know, people that are not in AA. I think that, you know, you reaching out is a good thing. And, you know, the reality of when you leave, I mean, I certainly the first year, and now it's been a long time that you've been gone too, so maybe you could just look, think of what you did when you felt better when you were gone. Like for me, the first year was very hard, even though I felt a lot of freedom in being gone. I did feel this big void that I had spent a lot of time with those people doing social things and mm-hmm. you know, I, um, like, do you drink normally now, or are you doing abstinence? Um, you know what? I think maybe three times a year, I, I'll uh, have a drink. I mean, I had a drink the other night, and it was like, yay, that felt really good. It calmed me down. Mm-hmm. Um, but and the reason, and the reason you know, I ask that, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. It's it's like I was so afraid, you know, for like the first two years after I left AA. You know, uh, and I stayed abstinent, but then it's like, you know, I'm going to test this. And and I had a glass of wine, and it was like, and I didn't go, you know, get shit ass drunk or anything. And and it's like, wow, they lied to me. You know, I can have a drink every now and then, and it's okay. And I can handle it fine. And, you know, and, and it was a nice little awakening, you know, there. Um. um you know, the reason I ask that is because in, in when I left, I, I didn't drink anything for maybe the first 16 months, and I began to, like, taste things, and I, it's been a really long time for me. I, I, I knew I would be fine. I didn't have any fear about it. But what I'd like to say is that, and I'm not a, a therapist. I'm not giving anybody advice, and I, I'm not a, a, a expert, so let's just put that out there, um, my, my uh, whatever, Um uh, but I, I think that I felt like I didn't belong in AA anymore. I left and the abstinent world, yet I didn't belong in the real world. Now, there's a lot of people that don't drink at all. There's, you know, a lot of Muslims and people for religious reasons and people for health reasons. But there are communities, and you can look it up on, you know, the meetups or whatever. There's communities of people that don't. And then what I realized when I began to imbibe again is that you miss out on, you know, there's people that get together to have a glass of wine or two, you know, women who want to meet and have, like, um, a salad and, you know, a glass of wine that I had missed out on a lot of that. And there's a lot of camaraderie or friendship, and that's nobody's getting drunk. Like, I'm not interested in getting drunk, and I haven't gotten drunk. Yeah. But, you know, there is a community in a sense when you feel normal. Until you feel normal, and if you think you're, like, still something other than that, then that also keeps you from engaging with other women who maybe are your age or my age, that you could become friends with, that you could say, oh, you want to go to a happy hour, not to go get drunk, but you would have a drink or two, uh, or maybe one, you know, and have some nachos or something. And um, I find it's really a different world since I imbibe. Like, there is a whole world that doesn't look at as alcohol, as evil, that doesn't, you know... Um, I know you know all this, and I and I realized I only made a really short show. It's got like two minutes left. I can't believe I did this. I should have made the show longer, but <laughs> I didn't really, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen today as I didn't have anybody planned to call in. But, you know, I just want you to know that I think I would suggest that come over to my blog, tell people how you're feeling, and there's some bloggers there that I think will really give you some support. And um, I'll do that. Yeah, I would do it, yeah. and I would go to Ham's 
and I, I hear a lot of I'm even thinking about doing it just to find some more community, is to go on to Ken Anderson's chat that he has, I, I think, I don't know if it's every day, but I, I think it is, every day at 6 o'clock. Uh, and the smart I don't think I belong in anymore because I'm not abstinent and I don't want to be abstinent. But um, I did it for a while just to see what it was like. So, you know, but you and I can talk on the phone, uh, you know, yeah. away from the show. So I'm going to put you on, on hold, and I want to thank you for calling in, and let's talk, okay? Okay. Okay. All right, sweetie. Thanks for calling in, Tanita. All right, everybody. I have a minute and a half left. Um, uh, you know, it's uh, – I can't give you the number. It's 818-475-9211. I promise that if I do another show like this, I will not do it for 30 minutes. And there's no way, I don't think, for me to extend it. But what we can do is we can do a test because there's people that are actually listening and in the chat room. So this, it's telling me that there's only a minute left. But if you can still, I'm going to stay online after it says, you know, it's over and see if you can still hear me and we could actually still keep going on with the show for another 10 minutes if we have anybody who wants to call in. Okay, so the number is, let's try it. Somebody call in, if you would, 818-475-9211. Just talk about what it's like after you left AA. And, you know, are you having a little bit of a hard time like Danita was? Or are you as happy as all heck like I am and Tim is? Um, have you found support? How did you find that? Um, did you feel lonely at first? And I, you know, certainly did. I got yes, I certainly did. And I luckily had my husband and my two sons. But I still felt like I had been in a cult. Really did. Okay. So I got ten seconds left and I'm gonna watch let these numbers go down and we're gonna see if you can and I'm I'm gonna need your help here. Okay, so here we go. It said that it's recording but um it's gone to another stage. Can you still hear me out there? Will somebody just write in the chat room? I'm gonna say Can you still Okay, so Rainbow, but you're online. So, um, all right, so we'll say that you can still hear me. Here we go. Uh, I can't hear you anymore, so I guess not because you're online. So I guess the show is over. I want to thank you all. Uh, okay, so we got We're going to end it. Danita, you can hear me because you're listening online, and probably people who are listening on their um, phones can. So we're going to say. Good night. I'm going to really try and set up some really good interviews next week and the week after. We have a pilot who is um, putting together a lawsuit uh, who is extorted to go to Alcoholics Anonymous through the FAA and through his workplace. And we are going to have on some other professionals that are non-12-step. I want to thank you all. I'm Monica Richardson. This is Blog Talk Radio Safe Recovery. We'll see you next week.